I'm Denisha Simpson. And I'm Joy McGowan. And, and we, we are Resilient, Resilient Black, Black Women. We are the co-host to this podcast, which is all about demystifying mental health for Black women, women of color, and women everywhere. Thanks for listening to the podcast today, y'all. If you like what you hear, share this episode with a friend. All right, welcome to the podcast, everybody. We are so excited to have a special guest with us today. We have a friend of ours. Her name is Nicola Hawkins, and she is a licensed associate counselor at the Joshua Center. Welcome, Nicola, to our podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Nicola is a dedicated wife and mother who homeschools their five wonderful daughters. As a therapist, she enjoys offering an empathetic space to help individuals feel valued, connected, and restored. Nicola finds a sense of genuine excitement when sharing her professional expertise and personal experiences through speaking engagements, workshops, and seminars. Her unwavering dedication to encouraging and making a positive impact in the lives of others has led her to do a marriage podcast with her husband called A More Excellent Way. Through her new podcast, Healing for Her, she speaks into the resounding echoes of being a mother to help awaken women from despair and inspire them towards compassionate healing and living more healthily. Thank you so much for being here, Nicola. My pleasure. Um, Good to be here. I think Denisha can kind of start us off because it was this is Denisha's idea to have you. <laughs> and it was it actually it speaks to a lot of what your podcast speaks to. Okay. Um, so I hope you take up all the space <laughs> to right. talk about like your podcast and why you have such a passion because I don't think we knew about the podcast. I did not. That's what yeah, I was thinking. But I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly why Denisha wanted her yeah. on the podcast. So yes. this is really cool for us too. Awesome. Um, so yeah, tell us why we have Miss Nicola here. Well, I feel like Nicola and I pass each other often yes. and we might get snippets of conversations, but each time I take a nugget away, right? Aww. Because she always just has these words of wisdom um, of what it's like just to be a woman and, mm-hmm. you know, just her daily walk. And so I was like, this is perfect. Let's mm-hmm. have her on here so we can share her wisdom with our listeners. Thank you. I didn't realize you were grasping nuggets. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I'll be uh, just having a good old conversation, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is good. Thank you. Glad to be here. Nicola, can you tell us a little bit about a little bit more about your podcast? Um, is it streaming on all platforms? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, it is. Here's the thing, y'all. <laughs> the The... The podcast is there. It's been there for a year. It's mm. new. I have one episode out since January. I think after I put that out, I froze just a little bit. And, we're, and then, then a lot of life also happened. Mm-hmm. But the podcast is there because I think it reflects me. Mm-hmm. Me, my sense of coming into womanhood, understanding what it means and takes to be a wife, understanding what it means to be a mother, a mother to five daughters. These are women I get to launch into the world and society. But even before we get there, how do I be with you? Mm-hmm. And I didn't have pretty moments, lovely moments. I think I'm a natural nurturer, but also when it comes into all the other elements, when it comes to distress and mm-hmm. um, just dysregulation, to use a therapeutical word, right? All these different things. Mm-hmm. Like, how in the heck? <laughs> what do I do? So I would find myself in like shame spirals, sense of lostness, mm-hmm. sense of like despair. Um, the question of how could I be so 
amazing in so many other ways, mm. but get stuck right here. Mm. And I felt so many times that my daughters weren't getting the best of me. I'm going to get Terry. Mm. And particularly one of them, you know, you always have that one child that you feel like, you think you're a great mom because of how they are, and it's just their band in a lot of ways. And so I think my second one really taught me a lot of how to kind of show up and, and mother and how to, like, um, become creative, become flexible, as be, see her own humanity, mm-hmm. her own sense of self, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I had to learn. I think I saw distress on her face one day, and I said to myself, I really have to heal for her. Mm. And I think it just was placed a marker there for me and saying, how do I grow? How do I mature immensely, emotionally, just as a human being? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where um, that kind of set in for me and the journey. And it's still mm-hmm. journeying. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Like, no. I'm, I'm, I'm right? like, let me go listen to this one episode. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> We're gonna link that in yeah. the comments. That's. Yeah. I mean, no, and honestly, and also, um, I want to say thank you also for just being super authentic in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, no other way. I don't know <laughs> how to do it any other way. You know, seriously, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that definitely would speak to a lot of our listeners, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're all all three of us are mothers, and mm-hmm. we know what that's like mm-hmm. to have just that one kid, um, and to just struggle with like the things that you said, like that shame, that guilt, mm-hmm. all that stuff, right? And mm-hmm. and as therapists, we all sit with mothers yeah, <laughs> who right. come in and have those same exact words, right? Mm-hmm. right? And then we try to comfort and empathize and encourage right. and remind them that like, hey. You're not alone. You're not right. alone. So it yeah. sounds like that's what your podcast is, yeah. wants to do is to yeah. remind people they're not alone. They're not alone. You know, you don't have to be in the stuck place. Mm-hmm. You really are resourceful, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you really you really do have options. It, you, it might not be yet realized because there's nothing broken or wrong about my child. It's just that I never knew how to navigate this. I had a lot of like... Um, family of origin rules about how to manage children. I had a lot of societal rules about how to manage children. And I was in cultural, out of different cultural element that is also like, I need my child to present like this, right? right? And so I realized that there was a lot of rules and guarding and all these different things there that I like, I didn't want to just come in and, and, and regulate them like this and like that. But I, I knew I didn't, how I didn't want to do it, but I didn't know how I, I, I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. No, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And I love what you're saying. Cause I think as therapists, mm-hmm. we're all three therapists. So it's easy for us to meet our clients where they're at, right? Like mm-hmm. that's what we do. And every time we meet with the client, but it's a little bit more challenging to meet your children right where they're at and accept that space where mm-hmm. they're at and help them navigate through that. Yeah. Rather than what you said is like societal expectations of how they should be presenting. As a brown woman. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, for them, they're in a lot of white spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I'm Jamaican culture. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have that too. Boop the child on one. You know what I mean? Right. Like. There's a lot of things that I knew that, like, while they were good and, and 
and there were ways that people survive and it made sense in those seasons in those times mm-hmm. for me it didn't make sense especially when it like can I bring in my um my um, biblical culture or my mm-hmm. biblical beliefs and things like that how mm-hmm. do I respect you and see your dignity and your value as, as a self and not only make you be a mini me, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Or make you only have to behave and act like this, just right, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I just sat in a lot of that. And I, this was my season of not yet finished school. I had a year and a half of, uh, of college down for towards therapy, but I was in a four-year period of not being in school. Mm-hmm. So this was in this place. I had enough to know there was a different way, but I didn't know how to, the practical pieces mm-hmm. to put in place. Uh, mm-hmm. in place. My husband is a therapist, but... I am home with you all day. I am homeschooling you. I am going right. through these different elements. And bless his heart, he will come home and try and listen. <laughs> and I'm like, distress, distress. Don't do that to them. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever, you know. But it was that place where I just had to kind of, you know, I, I knew enough to know I didn't know enough. But I didn't know how to do what I Maybe something inside of me was saying it can be done differently, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to do it differently just yet. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. I'm interested as a mother of five little girls, you know, we ask this to every black woman who comes on our podcast and we talk about resilience. Mm. What does it mean to be black, female and resilient? And I wonder mm. um, for you as like a bicultural mother, like how are you instilling that sense of resilience uh, into your little black girls wow what does that mean to you yeah um the bicultural tricultural piece right Mm -hmm. um the part of that is the sense of awareness Mm. um and acceptance i think i had to wrestle with i came from jamaica at um 13 Mm. and i came in a predominantly white space and a space where it was like, I recognized I was different, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. especially when people were like intrigued and want say things like mm-hmm. this, say things like that. And I was a lot, lot more shy back then. And mm-hmm. so it did something in me that I wouldn't realize until years later. It kind of says hide or mask or just, you know, this is my private world and this is my public world mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And that creates a, a fragmented sense of self. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I've had to like work to grow through a lot of this stuff over the years, right? Um, and so for my girls, I'm like, how do you want to like own how and who you are? You are in a predominantly white culture. You are going to take on elements of the cultures that you are in. Mm-hmm. I'm married to an African-American man. Mm-hmm. I see how that's impacted me. I didn't know much about black American history and culture. Mm-hmm. And it is through beginning to homeschool my kids within the last 10 years, this part of it, where it came to social studies, I was like, I'm not reading that to them. I don't <laughs> want, you know what I mean? So I had to wrestle with yes. what does it mean to, you know, be black African-American? Because that's a part of who they are, mm-hmm. right? And then they come and they realize uh, they went to a friend's house and she has a French background and she my kids came back home she's like oh wait mom I see how you're different 
Mm. Because this part of the culture, she talks, she was talking about her culture, but it helped to highlight the ways that I am different from mm-hmm. even the typical um, or uh, uh, expected norms of whether it be black American or mm-hmm. white American. And so there is that element there. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to teach them, like, how do you own the parts of yourself that it's just there? You know, you didn't have a choice to where I brought you and where you were born mm-hmm. and all these things. So how do you say this is a part of how I am, who I am, and these are the things that has influenced me. And I, maybe I'm not all that all the time. And I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. I think we're fluid and flexible human beings in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So for me, it's just like how do you kind of accept and embrace um, who you are rather than like the sense of shrinking mm-hmm. back and also just trusting yourself to grow. Mm-hmm. You can make edits. Right. If I didn't mm-hmm. know that, then I can – uh, embody it now if I felt like I need to sh- throw that off back then mm-hmm. I can take it in and, and savor it now and maybe I can be more curious about that next thing right mm-hmm. and that's okay permission mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love what you're saying Nicola so you had first of all you had to do the work yourself right uh, like mm-hmm. and continue to do right <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's an ongoing journey ongoing journey. absolutely and so just you accepting parts of yourself and Mm -hmm. knowing that that's okay and being able to model that for your daughters. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And helping them and guiding them on these are parts of yourself and it's okay to show the world that. It's okay to show the world Mm -hmm. that because I think there can be shame there. If you go into predominantly black spaces, which, you know, sometimes I have a reverse culture shock. We don't Mm -hmm. talk about that, do we? We don't. I'm the same (laughs) way. (laughs) And, um, you know, I remember like, okay, from this space to that space. And I was in like a multicultural space. And then I went to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like reverse culture shock. But then at the same time, I started to see the homes and the structure. I started the structure of the homes and hear the the, the, the cadence of the speech and Mm -hmm. taste the food that they cook. And boy, did it bring back something home. It brought something back home, and I didn't know, know and realize that I wasn't thinking about that part of home yeah. and uh-huh. sense of self. So I said, ooh, I better scoop that up, right, and hold on to that. And I know sometimes when I go back home to, like, my Jamaican family, you know, they'll make joke, like, if I say something in Patois, you know, they're like, what y'all say, you know, <laughs> kind of thing, because I've lost some of my accent. Yeah. And there could be some shame around that for me, and I still wrestle with it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, I'm okay with the wrestle and realize that I do wrestle with it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel confident in it, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm glad I don't have to explain myself to anybody when I'm home. And then sometimes I'm glad you don't catch up with what I'm saying because I can utter something, you know what I mean, and move on. It's that sense of flexibility mm-hmm. um, with myself. Mm-hmm. I don't only have to be ashamed of these parts that maybe with some losses, you know, or it's different, right? Um, mm-hmm. I can embody it and hold it and be curious about it in myself and be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think that's good. That's, that's that. really good. For now. I just- Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
Undisciplined is a collaboration between the African and African American Studies Program at the University of Arkansas and KUAF. The podcast provides a peek into the complex issues that affects our interconnected world. Taking the interdisciplinary approach of African and African American Studies to the classroom, into the community, onto the airwaves, and beyond, we expose you to the studies, the thoughts of university scholars, students, and members of the African and the African diaspora communities. It is hosted by Dr. Karee Benton and Dr. Karenicia Connor. It is produced by Leah Grant. It's available every other Wednesday at KUAF.com, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the African and African American Studies program and the Undisciplined podcast on Instagram at UARKAASD. Or visit KUAF.com to listen to all episodes. I just love the point that you keep bringing up of accepting this sense of self. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's just really important. So I hope that the listeners can catch that as well, that part of what you've learned about resilience and part of what you're trying to instill in your girls mm-hmm. is that they have an awareness of who they are and where they come from, yes. but then also that they can accept understanding that they're not stuck mm-hmm. with one type of thing, one right. way of being. One way of being. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think that's really powerful. Yeah. Our stories are, are powerful. Uh, And I think go back and read a line that you might have missed. Go back and read that paragraph Mm -hmm. that you try to omit. You know what I mean? You may find that you can, you know, um, pull something good out of it. And it may something you go back and look at again and you realize maybe it wasn't as I supposed it was. Maybe I realized there is, you know, I didn't understand the meaning of that one word. And Mm -hmm. so getting in the definition of that one word expound and and, and expand you in ways that you might have, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think there is importance uh, in that. Um, And while you can get a pen and <laughs> get creative, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and make and make new uh, make new lines and verses and whatever you know. Mm-hmm. I love that, Nicola. What basically overall what you're saying is just give yourself permission. Gosh, mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you are a woman of many hats. You're a wife. Mm-hmm. You're a mother mm-hmm. of multiple daughters. Yes, <laughs> it makes a difference. Yes, for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are a homeschool parent. I am and a therapist. So, how do you practice self care and self compassion? Like, what does that look like for you? Um, when I went back to school five years ago, uh, my group professor, shout out to Dr. White, she's amazing. Like she said to me. You notice everything going on with the group. Um, What do you need? Mm. And I was like, what do you mean what I need? (laughs) Mm. And so that's something that's kind of lived on with me, you know. Um, Mm. And I just kind of pause to say, whoa, you know, okay, I feel like an octopus. And, you know, my some of my octopus, you know, arms are broken or tired or what. Like, what do I need right now? Mm -hmm. Right. And being able to assess that and explore what it means to need that thing and Mm -hmm. then reach, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, whether that looks like. Getting an expert, hiring an expert. Yes, I can declutter my house 
but I fi- feel behind with the regular stuff. So mm-hmm. I have to get through the regular stuff to declutter this December. Mm-hmm. Hire the expert. She's coming on Tuesday, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. excited. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? And this week it looked like, dang it, I've been dragging my foot and getting that last piece of my daughter's documents in for her to, you know, start college in the spring. Like, yeah, you're tired. Sit down until 3 a.m. and get the thing done. Mm-hmm. That was actual self-care. I was tired and I did the thing. So it eliminated that stressor both for her and, her and for I. And it la- allowed that thing to get done. Mm-hmm. And because the nature of my, my lifestyle, I could sleep in, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like this ebb and flow. Got to mm-hmm. embrace the ebb and flow. I realized I cannot pour a hundred percent into all these different things all the time. Mm-hmm. Try that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so right. let's nuance this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it looks like, Oh, just this one element of our system is, you know, getting below half, mm-hmm. you know, how do we fill this back up? Whether it's the tidiness of the home, whether it's this one child needing just a one-on-one breakfast date that will probably mm-hmm. help the, the the symbiotic relationship of the whole, mm-hmm. whether it's, hey, boo, <laughs> let's go get breakfast together at my favorite mm-hmm. spot, right? Um, and then if it's a foot soak, like, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- that, for me, too, is me looking at the what do I need I need to, at one season, I needed to embrace that I am not only a homeschooling mom at heart, that there is always this other part of me wanting to be fed. Mm -hmm. And so I had to start exploring what does it look like for me to be a professional. I've always seen myself in a suit with a briefcase going somewhere. I don't know where I was going, (laughs) but that was a part of me. So I think notice again Exploring and noticing the sense of, okay, what's there? What feels missed? How can I pour into it? Mm-hmm. And then how do I notice like these different facets of my life and what's needed? And what do I delegate? And what do I get an expert for? And there are certain things that you can't delegate. You know, wife, <laughs> my wife, you know, y'all know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like that ain't getting delegated. Like, right. like my kids being able to see me and feel my embrace and things like that. Sure, they can get hugs and love from other people and other people pour into their lives. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm mom. And mm-hmm. I get to do that. I can't delegate those kinds of responsibilities, but um, somebody else can help you with that math or that project or mm-hmm. your schooling stuff. And I am so thankful for our little mm-hmm. cottage school that they get to go to and the different things that they get to participate mm-hmm. in. I don't have to be everything for everybody mm-hmm. all the time. I think you should say that part. Yes. I don't have to be everything for everybody at all times, including myself. Mm-hmm. I need to call a girlfriend from time to time. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it may look like taking that deep breath and let me be the first one to be vulnerable about right. where I'm currently struggling, mm-hmm. right? And just saying the thing. And then you'll be surprised. Sometimes it invites their own vulnerability mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. But I got to say that I can't carry myself right now, mm-hmm. you know, that was when I needed a therapist, you know, mm-hmm. and that's when I need to call my girlfriend and that's when I need to go for a walk or whatever, mm-hmm. try a new hobby, you know, yeah. <laughs> and so whatever, um, things like that. So 
yeah, what, what, what do you need? I don't know. What do you need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I love that. I love mm-hmm. the idea of like, again, it goes back to like, really, when we started this whole question with resilience, of yeah. even being able to maintain resilience, it is maintaining a sense of awareness of ourselves, mm-hmm. awareness of what we need, when we need it, and then who do we reach to or turn to to get that. Right. Um, so right. I really appreciate how you are just making it really plain and practical um, in the mm-hmm. busyness of life, of mm-hmm. having five children, having a career, all these things, right? Having a, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know, I feel like you what your story is a reminder that we deserve to give ourselves permission to mm-hmm. to delegate what we need to delegate, yes. to ask Absolutely. for help, to be needy. Yes. Um, oh my gosh, that word. <laughs> right, which I'm like nobody likes before. that word. <laughs> we try to make better words like being interdependent. <laughs> but like No, no, but like, I'm just I think, saying I make it positive. So, yeah, yeah like, make I it positive, but you are you are yeah. in need. Mm-hmm. Like we all need I often talk to my clients about how I think that something happened where we were all children that we forgot how to reach. Yes. Like mm. when Mercy was yeah. a baby, I'm so oh. cognizant of like how she cries and she reaches yes. for whatever she needs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like, and yeah, I can see her at altitude and she's so fearless. Right. Trying to mm-hmm. climb the rock wall at one and a half years old. Like, <laughs> sis, you can't climb the rock wall. But like, right. she thinks she can't. Yes. Right, but like also she knows how to reach for what she needs. And so even like trying to think about that in myself, like can I also be fearless? Yes. But also know how to reach. Yes. When Absolutely. I need something. Like Absolutely. I can be, do both. I can have both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have to it doesn't have to be either or. So I just I love what you just yeah. said. I love how you there there's more to us. There's and I think more. sometimes like not just like people in our lives don't see that there's more to us. Like they only see us as either mother or therapist or <laughs> wife or whatever. I know. Yeah. But then also we're speaking to how like sometimes we have got to see yes. that there's more to us. So like I am multifaceted. Mm-hmm. I am multidimensional. Like yes. I'm not just this one little mm-hmm. piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, don't know. I thought you spoke to that really, really well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's something I had to search, you know, and, mm-hmm. and kind of get to and, and take notice you know, doing introductions is always hard for me. And I'm like, what do I say? Because my <laughs> brain kind of like split into all these different avenues, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. what do you what do you want yeah. me to say right now? You know, <laughs> but I'm working on on that because it is all of it. And it is multifaceted, as you said. Tell us about your career. How are you coming more into Ooh. your practice, um, your professional development? <sighs> what is your passion around therapy? Who do you see those types of things? Yeah. Right now, I'm like, I see a human being because I need these hours, okay? Um, but I, I tell you what, I, I think I do. Across the board, we all, man, woman, children, mother, the families, we all have value and dignity. And I, if I could say that and scream that, like we all are birthed out with gifts and abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, life gets hard and it feels like it scrushes, scrushes, I don't know what word I want to come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but like it feels like sound. it just shrinks up, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, there's room to expand, That's right? right? Um, and, and so, yes, I want to say all of that um, to all the people. But I think what feels like 
connected when I'm sitting across from my mom, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something special there, I think, because there's some familiarity there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like looking into the lives of, of males in the sense that something about them, I think something you said, they're more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that finding their tender and mm-hmm. finding their own uh, places of compassion within themselves, their own sense of soft within themselves. Mm-hmm. Because I think the world says you need to show up like this. You need to show up only as hard. Mm-hmm. And I like that they they can come in and it's like maybe you don't roll real tears down your face, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I can see your body going yeah. through what would look mm-hmm. like a tearful response, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I think I'm just curious about people in general in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, so therapy-wise, but of course with um, uh, um, healing for her, I, I would love to speak into just, you know, women, mothers, parenting, homeschooling life, all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, for now, just like... Um, I enjoy seeing people and learning myself as I sit with others um, and learning how we function as human beings mm-hmm. um, and as selves and the the parts of us that, that choose to reach and, and also keep back and mm-hmm. kind of like why we do these different Absolutely. kinds of moves. I think it's fascinating mm-hmm. just to see people like evolve in front of me sometimes mm-hmm. when I get to see that. I'm like, wow. I was a part of that. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's me. I have things that I want to plan for for this year. Mm -hmm. But right here, right now, (laughs) I see where I started my podcast Mm -hmm. and my poor baby. I had to go back and pick her up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I have a hesitancy inside of me to want to like dream too big too fast right but Mm -hmm. I have lots of ideas one day I would like to write a book one day Mm -hmm. I would like to you know create courses for moms Mm -hmm. um you know adoptive parenting and Mm -hmm. this kind of things comes into my scope a lot and Mm -hmm. I have like a a tenderness there anytime there's like this uh, intersection um around race around culture and these things I, I have a heartbeat for that Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's a lot, but I think just what I've shared about myself already, I do find a sense of extra tenderness around these parts mm-hmm. um, when it comes to working with others. So like multicultural, around parenting, around parenting um, and being a mother. I said being a mother, not necessarily just the parenting, mm-hmm. just the mo- being a mother part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it look like to, you know, mother-daughter relationship dynamics is fascinating to mm-hmm. me. Um, and yeah, so I think for now, just doing the therapy route and picking up my back my um baby healing for her and i want to nurture her this year um i want to speak life into her Mm -hmm. and i want to see her expand and grow in ways that i don't even know to dream for so i'm like okay lord you bring it back into my scope it's necessary and the work that I get to do is necessary mm-hmm. and it's important. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to just kind of let it sit on the back shelf way back there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. Well, let us know what you need for your podcast yes. as you get back into yeah. that. We know you have 
the amazing James Hawkins. And oh, so Lord. I know that he <laughs> is going to make sure you have he everything you that. need. But if you need anything else outside yeah. of that, let yes. us know. You know, you Absolutely. can always text us and call us. And Thank we, we want to be a support to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, and I just, I guess I want to make sure people heard because Nicola is uh, looking for hours. Mm-hmm. So she is very much um, looking I, to like have clients. I am. And I'm book at the same time Look, because of how <laughs> I chose to do it, mm-hmm. you know, like those the multifaceted places, mm-hmm. like I don't go past 10 hours of work week. Mm-hmm. I need to be there for my girls yeah. and my husband, mm-hmm. you know, as he travels and he does what he does. Mm-hmm. Like we're both trying to live out like our God given gifts and abilities and like and, and support our family financially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In all these different ways, different things. And so I am booked and busy. Good. Um but yeah, I'm on the Joshua Center like website and all of that. So reach out. Maybe I'm open. But right now I'm booked. <laughs> Good. 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 Do you wanna leave with the last question, Denisha? Yes. Um so just thank you, Nicola, first and foremost, yeah. just for being here. And before we get into the last question, I also want to say I hope you're able to give yourself permission this next year to just, when you sit down for your podcast, you have so much to say. And so many people would be touched. So just be you. You're really good at doing that. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't yeah. have to be some big production. Just right. get down and talk. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. That's a, that's a nugget. I'm taking that. <laughs> just be, just be me. Like, <laughs> just do it. Yeah. So for our last it. question, um, what words of wisdom, encouragement would you like to leave for our listeners? Hmm. I, I'm like, did I write anything down? Like, do I have anything? Uh. Words of nuggets and wisdom. I think, yeah, I think change, what do we do with ourselves around change, transitions, how do we notice um, the resources that are around us? Like we got to like really pick up our heads sometimes and kind of look around. Um, Sometimes what we need is not only in us, right? Um, And that there is like help around you just even as you said that right if you need anything for the podcast like inside Mm -hmm. of me I want to grow my podcast and outside of me are tools and others that can come alongside the journey with me that's what I'm wanting to say more clearly right um and so like embrace hardship embrace um the 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 pain that comes with change and growing and not knowing because I think there's fruit there Mm -hmm. um and there's beauty in the midst of these things and so hold on to hope I think I had to learn um that in my seasons of you know feeling like am I coming or knowing you know Mm -hmm. um I had to remember hope and I had to like recultivate my place of joy and laughter and things like that um and so while things may feel one way or the other you know um if it's like that stuckness that that kind of a thing like you can embrace hope 
even in the midst of that, there is mm-hmm. glimmers of hope. There's glimmers of joy. Sometimes mm-hmm. the pain and beauties on the, you know, we go to the hair salons and we get the hair. You know what I'm saying? There's there's mm-hmm. sometimes on the, the same coin, there's beauty and there's pain. Mm-hmm. Um, just as much like I had to go through the ring of fire giving birth to them five kids. Like when I held them, there was beauty, right? Nice. And so sometimes you got to like apply yourself to the moment, push through. And feel that pain and then hold the beauty. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes it doesn't always go as we intend in mm-hmm. life because we can't control outcomes. But can we show up? Mm-hmm. Right. And can we um, notice with ourselves, like, what do we need? Mm-hmm. And can we show up? Can we reach? Can we ask? Mm-hmm. Can we love, love mm-hmm. and accept mm-hmm. ourselves um, and our, um, that we are a gift? We ourselves are a gift in this world to ourselves and to others. Um, yeah. I don't know what else. That's no, beautiful. that's beautiful. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast here with Nicola. Like we said, she is a licensed um, associate counselor at the Joshua Center. As she said, she is booked as of now, but you can always find her information at the Joshua Um, if you wanted to check to see if she was available to start seeing you. Um, and thank yeah. you again, friend, for being here and for sharing your wisdom. Thank you. We guys appreciate you. Me. Appreciate you guys appreciate and the work it. that you guys are doing. It's so important. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I'm Denisha Simpson, and you've been listening to the Resilient Black Women podcast. You can learn more about us and our work at resilientblackwomen.org. And if you've liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. Tell us what you think. We love reading reflections from our listeners. We hope you can join us again.